the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We've got to come tell Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. When Isaac was about to die, Isaac said to his first son, Esau, I want you to make me a good meal, make me a porridge, you know, do it the way I like it. So I'm about to die. Do it where I like it and let me eat it and my heart will bless you. All of that is to say that I'm not pleased with you, but I need to bless you. But I don't have a good feeling because you have been disobedient. You have not been respectful. You have not been obedient. You have not been submissive. But I want to bless you. I can't bless you the way I feel. So in order to make me feel good, do this. Obey me. Go and make a meal that you know that I love and make it well and bring it to me. So when I feel good, I will be able to bless you. Amen. Mm. Very, very important. Hallelujah. So he went... Of course, we know this story. We know this story. Amen. I don't have to go over that story again. The, the main thing is, I can bless you the way I feel. So make me feel good so that I can bless you. Meaning, you are not pleasing to me. And whatever it is that you offer me, I won't accept it. The Lord is saying, in that Malachi 1, I have no pleasure in you. You have not pleased me. Therefore, I will not accept an offering from your hands. You have not pleased me. Abel, please God. So the Lord accepted his offering. In fact, you can also see from his offering, the kind of offering he brought, you know, shows the kind of, or show the kind of heart that he had. Amen. The kind of offering he brought, the size and type of it show the the kind of heart that he had. Whereas Cain, the kind of offering he brought, showed the kind of a heart that he had. But the first thing is not the offering. It's not the sacrifice. It's not the prayer. The first thing is, where is it coming from? The heart. The gifts, again, is only as good and acceptable as the giver. Your hand is only as good as your heart. Your person your person determines the quality and acceptability of your present. Your person 
determines the quality and acceptability of your present. A present is only as good as the person presenting it. A present is only as good as the person presenting it. In Genesis 4, 7, the Lord said to Cain, If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door, and its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. Meaning, Cain did not do well. That is why his gift was not accepted. Let's check the powerful insight, insightful words of Jesus in Matthew 23, 16 to 19. These words are very insightful and powerful. Matthew 23, 16 to 19. Jesus Christ said, Woe to you, blind guides, who say, Whoever swears by the temple, it is nothing. But whoever swears by the gold of the temple, he is obliged to perform it. Fools and blind. For which is greater? The gold of the temple that sacrifices the gold, that sanctifies the gold. Amen. You know, people are taken by the gold of the temple and say, wow, look at the gold. Wow. If you, if you do anything about this gold, your life will go for it. But they disregard the temple. And Jesus Christ is saying, which one is greater? Is it the gold of the temple? Is it the gold of the temple? And Jesus Christ is saying, the temple is greater than the gold of the temple because the temple does what? Sanctifies the gold. Without the temple, forget about the gold. Amen. Without the heart, the gift is useless. If the heart is not good, the hand is not good. If the, life, if the, if the heart is not good, the life is not good. Amen. So, Jesus Christ continues to say in verse 18, Matthew 23, verse 18, and you say, whosoever swears by the altar, it is nothing. This is what the people say. Whosoever swears by the altar, it is nothing. But whoever swears by the gift that is on it, he is obliged to perform it. Fools and blind, for which is greater the gift of the altar that sanctifies the gifts. Which one is greater? The gift that is the sacrifice, or the altar that sanctifies the sacrifice. Amen. Is the altar that sanctifies the gift, that makes the gift acceptable. Is the heart that makes your gift acceptable. Which heart is it coming from? Is it coming from a good heart? Or is it coming from a bad heart? If it's coming from a bad heart, the gift is not acceptable. Even you won't take it. Even you won't take a gift that is coming from a bad heart if you know that it's coming from a bad heart. So God won't take it either. If our prayers are coming from a polluted heart, polluted mind, God is not going to take it. Amen. Very, very important. In other words, the presenter of the present determines the presentability of the present. The Lord is speaking to us on the sacrifice of prayer. Prayer is a sacrifice. Prayer is an offering made to God, a desirable and pleasing present to God. The real question is, does God require a sacrifice to come before him? Does God require a sacrifice for us to come before him? That's the real question. You can say yes. You can say no. Yes and no. Yes and no. Yes, in the sense that God requires that you come before him with your heart. Again, 
The real question is, does God require a sacrifice to come before him? And the answer is yes and no. Yes, in the sense that God requires that you come before him with your heart. Your heart is the sacrifice that he's looking for. Hmm? Your heart is the sacrifice that he's looking for. No, because God does not require a gift in your hand before you can access or before you can have access to him. Hmm? In Psalm 51, King David through the Holy Spirit says, O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall show forth your praise. Verse 16, for you do not desire sacrifice. You do not desire sacrifice or else I will give it. You do not delight in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. Amen. Does God require sacrifice to come before him? No and yes. God does not require sacrifice to come before him, but he requires your heart as a sacrifice. Your heart is the sacrifice that he requires. And Psalm 51 verses 15 and 17, the Holy Spirit through King David says, sacrifices of God, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. If your sacrifices, the sacrifices in your hand are coming from a bad heart, God will reject them. Amen. The sacrifices of God. This is very, very powerful, powerfully insightful in the Old Testament that King David had an understanding of this, that all these sacrifices, all these sacrifices, they are not even what God is looking for. What God is actually looking for is what? Repentance. Repentance. A good heart. God is looking for obedience. Isn't that the word of the Lord to King Saul? Obedience is what? Better than sacrifice. Obedience is better than sacrifice. God is not looking for sacrifice. God is looking for obedience. God is looking for repentance. So King David says, by the Holy Spirit, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not reject. God will never reject repentance. Repentance is so powerful, so powerful that all oh, you look through the scripture, you see. God will say to somebody, I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to kill you. And the person turns around and says, Lord, I, I repent. Lord, forgive me. And the Lord turns around and says, okay, you will leave. Amen. God is so merciful, so merciful that when we repent, he lets us go. Amen. So the real sacrifice of God is repentance. It's not your money. It's not, you know, your gifts. Yes, your gifts are wonderful, are great. But you see, they don't add value to God. Your, God doesn't get richer. Because of the money you give him. I hope we know that. God doesn't get richer, doesn't get better, you know, because of what you give him. But what really rejoices the heart of God is you, your obedience. You are the gift. You are the sacrifice. Very, very important that we understand this. 
God takes pleasure in his people, not in things. Psalm 149 verse 4 says, For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. The Lord takes pleasure in his people, not in things, not in the sacrifices, not in the money you give him. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.